On this Monday morning, it's time for us to say good morning to Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. How was your weekend? It was uh, pretty good. Yeah. You know, nice. Uh, no uh, great weather shocks here. Uh, the tsunami warning uh, came and went without uh, anything uh, noticeable happening here. Thank heaven. Thank goodness. Uh, I gather we're still waiting for a full report on what the hell happened in Tonga. I was kind of stunned, though, I have to say, by exactly how good the satellites are. Me too. picking these things up. Like, yeah. Man, wow. Those pictures. Uh, and it happens a lot faster. I guess maybe they speeded it up. I don't know, but I still went like, wow, just there it is, and you can see the shockwave, too. Yeah, so. I know. I, I had the same reaction you did. I couldn't stop watching that. And yeah, we're yeah. waiting to hear more about that, too. So that's, I guess, good news for us that we didn't feel the impacts of that. But it just seems to me that we're looking for a lot of silver linings these days, Vaughn. Yeah, we are. Uh, you know, again, uh, you play the hand you're dealt, and this is, uh, this is the challenge for our generation and for... Uh, my generation, yours, Simi, and the many ones that are younger than me stretching yeah. out over the horizon. So oh, that is go. so true. So yeah. we're waiting now to find out if these restrictions are going to continue or not. And I like, can't really get a sense of what's going to happen. No, the restrictions expire tomorrow. And Dr. Henry says, uh, said Friday in the briefing, uh, I'm going to wait till Tuesday to tell you what's going to happen. Uh, and it was a bit of a mixed messaging experience on Friday. I mean... As a reminder of just how uncertain these times are with the pandemic, Dr. Henry said for the benefit of optimists that she thinks we are a step closer to being able to live with the pandemic. So the uh, COVID-19 becoming um, something that's with us, but that is also much more manageable than it has been. It becomes the technical term is endemic instead of pandemic. But basically, it means we live with it in the way we sort of live with the flu. Uh, but the other thing she said was uh, the next few weeks are going to be some of the most challenging we've had during the pandemic. So we're coming up on the second anniversary of living with or, or trying to not living with but trying to manage the pandemic and she says the next few weeks are going to be some of the most challenging yet so that's the one for pessimists that she said and as you know i'm among the pessimists so i don't think we're out of the woods yet by any means okay well i'll take the role of the optimist here yep. for the sake of our discussion today are there things for us to look forward to yes so the first thing is the preliminary data that she shared with us on Friday from all the sources that are available suggests that the wave peaked here last weekend as far as community spread goes. So Omicron is out there. It's spreading through communities. It's producing record case counts. And the preliminary evidence that comes into the government suggests that it peaked. If that's correct, she thinks it is, that's good news. Uh, and we follow what's happening elsewhere. If that's true, the hospitalization wave will probably peak this week or early next. Again, you follow the pattern of the wave. Hospital cases trail, uh, hospitalizations trail, case count, and so it takes another week to 10 days for that to show right. up. So you take all that. That is encouraging. Uh, we need something to feel good about. That's your optimistic scenario. Okay, but how can we even be sure about that? Because we don't really know what the numbers are. 
Well, it's interesting, right? The reason we don't have the kind of numbers that were reliable or more reliable in the past is because the PCR tests, the kind that are very reliable, uh, we peaked in our capacity to do them. So all kinds of people are getting COVID-19 and being sent home and told to isolate, and we don't have the testing data to, to know for sure that's what they have. So that's the big unknown. Dr. Han, and we can't contact trace either because COVID uh, Omicron spends so, spreads so fast that you can't keep up with it. So those are the big uncertainties. But she says other data that we do have access to, hospitalizations, ICU admissions, what's happening elsewhere, and this thing they do where they test uh, the, for the presence of the virus in wastewater all of that bears out the idea that we are in the same kind of wave we're seeing elsewhere in the world, but we're, uh, some other places are ahead of us. So she says for all that reason, she thinks that the data that suggests the analysis that suggests uh, community spread peaked last weekend, that's accurate. There are still, as you indicated, Simi, some significant unknowns about COVID-19 and significant unknowns about our ability to manage Omicron in the short term. Let's um, talk about, too, the people who still need to get vaccinated yeah. because there were some specific groups here that they were talking about. Yeah, so she talked about uh, one in particular, and Health Minister Adrian Dix weighed on this as well. So the evidence we have so far is that Omicron is hitting uh, one part of the age demographic really hard. So we all hear, oh, well, it's not as severe as Delta. In general, that's true, but it's still hitting people age 70 and over. That's my group now, uh, pretty hard. And Dick said um, 53,000 British Columbians in that age group have received invitations to get vaccinated and haven't got vaccinated. Really? It is of urgent importance that they get themselves vaccinated because they are at risk of being hit pretty hard with uh, Omicron. I wonder, do some people just not feel the urgency or maybe they feel like, oh, it's too hard because there's been all these stories about it's too difficult and I'm not, and, and they just don't bother. Yeah. yeah, or they've heard that it's not that severe and in general, uh, you know, uh, they may know people who've uh, said, oh yeah, I had it, you know, and it was like a bad cold for a few days and I recovered and I'm fine. They, again, uh, you know, it's a complicated situation always with the pandemic. The general data and stats that apply to the whole population don't necessarily apply to your age group. It affects different people different ways. Uh, and there are some still some significant gaps. I give you another one, which is questions about long haulers, people who have to live with the effects of COVID-19 for weeks and months and, well, we don't know yet, but maybe years after they've had it. Uh, it's too soon to say just how widespread Omicron is with long haulers, but there is some preliminary evidence that some people are becoming long haulers from Omicron, not from Delta. And still kids, right? Something five yeah. to 11 year olds, a lot of them are not vaccinated. Yeah, this one is a, a you know, it, it's a lingering problem. Uh, the, early on, 
Dr. Henry and Adrian Dick said, look, they understood why parents, even vaccinated parents, even boosted parents may have hesitation about getting the pediatric vaccine for children aged 5 to 11. But Dr. Henry is now saying very strongly, look at the data. The vaccine is safe. You need to do this, especially if you're sending your children back to school. And only about half of the children in that age cohort are vaccinated. So that's a major concern and one where we're now seeing a pretty major push. All right. So we're going to hear more about all of this tomorrow, including, I guess they're waiting for more data. They want to see how the weekend went before they decide on the restrictions issue. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, you know, she said they, they back in the really seriously unknown period about Omicron, how fast it was going to hit, how big the wave was going to be. They brought in a whole lot, a lot of precautionary restrictions and they are subject to review. She said, well, we review them every day, whether we need to do more, do less. But she said she's going to wait till Tuesday uh, to tell right. us whether they're going to be phased out. I think we're looking at a phase out, Simi, rather than just lifting them all. And we may get some new dates for the phase out. Uh, I didn't get a sense Friday that they're so sure of themselves that we're going to see a broad lifting of restrictions tomorrow. But, you know, edgier seat stuff with the pandemic always. We'll see. No kidding. All right, Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Simi.